Welcome to This Week in Marymount Warrior Sports here on MarymountSports.com. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're delighted to be joined by Marymount AD Tom Nero to catch up on all things Warrior Sports. Tom, good morning. How are you? Uh, how are How is everybody getting acclimated to being back in school? Yeah, Jason, I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, everyone's back in the routine, it seems like. Everyone except me. I'm uh, still doing a little rehab on my knee. Uh, but everyone else is back. We're full go with our sports and uh, starting to look forward to tournament season. So we're all ready to go. Yeah, just right around the corner here. And uh, speaking of which, a uh, uh, big event just recently announced uh, for a Marymount High School, the 15th Annual Marymount Sports Stag. going to take place on March 5th. You're going to have Rocky Boyman there. Uh, take us through that for those that don't know about it, perhaps. Uh, a lot of people sh- obviously should. Take us through that, what's involved with it, and what all goes into that. Since March 5th, uh, as you said, we have Rocky Boyman coming in to speak uh, to our folks this year. This is an event we started uh, 15 years ago for a number of dads to get together as a fundraiser for the athletic department, kind of something separate from the boosters. Uh, but we've, we we put it together, and over the years, it's raised money for us to do different projects around the school. We've renovated a couple different locker rooms. We rebuilt baseball and softball fields. We've uh, put money towards a new press box, and we did that project, and this year, um, a lot of the proceeds will go to whatever we need from the construction from the athletic side. There's going to be uh, new banners that we have to do as we uh, renovate the gym a little bit and as we do some work in the pool and just a whole new athletic area down below. So a lot of these proceeds this year will go towards that project and just making things great for our kids. Absolutely so. So that again, that's the 15th annual Marymount Sports Day. It's going to take place on March 5th. If you want more information about that, it's right on the front page of MarymountSports.com. So check that out. There's a whole flyer there. You can read all the information about it. Uh, Let's get into the athletics. And uh, let's start in the pool again, similar to what we did last week. Uh, Let's start with the girls' side of things. Uh, The relay against Turpin last week. Some really good times turn in. You turn your best time of the year in the 200 medley relay. And then you have individual performance as well. Ava Ellis wins the one and two hundred yard freestyle, and Elizabeth Bonnell the five hundred yard freestyle. Uh, good individual results, and we're starting to see the team results come along with that. We are, as we mentioned last week, we we have our club swimmers back with us now. Uh, they're down at the club meets. They've been with us now for about three weeks, and everyone's starting to get through that grind. It's uh, the toughest part of the season for a swimmer. They go through the Christmas break. You know, some swimmers are doing double sessions during the day. But, you know, they, they travel, they come back, they have harder practices, longer practices. But now we're getting into, we're, we're just past that. The kids are starting to recover. Some of them are overcoming some, some illnesses, the flu that they've had. Um, but we're starting to get down the home stretch of the season. This weekend is the Southwest Ohio uh, Classic, which is sponsored by the Swim Officials Association. It's the largest indoor swim meet in the country. And uh, as you said, we have a couple of swimmers that are putting great time together now. They're getting strong. Um, we're just about two weeks away, and they'll start tapering for the postseason. But, but great times. Are, um, the team as a whole is really coming together well. Coach Thoman is doing a great job on both sides in his first year as our coach. Kind of a similar thing on the boys' side of things again in that meet against Turpin. Again, the results are coming together, slowly coming along, and then you have Nathan Cox go out and win the one-meter diving event by almost 40 points. I have to imagine that that's a pretty encouraging sign going forward as the boys head into the Southwest Classic. It is. Uh, he's had a great career so far, and uh, you know he, he, he dealt with his brother the last couple of years. Uh, Jacob's graduated, but now Nathan's on his own, and he's doing a great job for us. It's, Great results from him, and we are very thankful 
to the Turpin people. Um, we've had a few difficulties with our auditorium over the summer with uh, the additional the auxiliary heaters for the pool, and they were gracious enough to host that at the last minute. So uh, just neighboring schools working together, we appreciate them doing that so we could go ahead and have that meet. Yeah, very, very generous of them to help you guys out with that. Obviously, that, that's a nice thing to have in this area. You know, obviously the athletic teams, they're going to do battle on the floor or in the pool, wherever you, wherever the case may be. But then you, you go off the floor, and then those schools willing to help each other out. I mean, that's a really nice sense of community to have in this area, is it not? It is. You know, you talk about sportsmanship on the on the court or on the field, but also just the the, the sense of community or the sense of support that we really enjoy in Southwest Ohio amongst the schools in the ADs. It's really big. It's really, it's a lot of things that parents or kids don't see, but just the cooperation we have amongst schools in Southwest Ohio is really special. Let's move on to the bowling lanes here. Uh, both te- both the boys and the girls pick up a uh, win last week. The boys over Taylor, the girls over Seven Hills. But now we're starting to see, looking at the schedule going ahead, obviously we've got a match against Winton Woods today. But then after that, three straight league games, uh, starting with Reading this Wednesday and then uh, into next week. Do the t- but do these teams sense right now with these three league matches in a row, this is the time to start putting everything together uh, as you roll towards the end of the season? It really is, and uh... – Coach Barr kind of assembled the schedule that way. I believe those three league matches are all at home at Madison Bowl. Um, you know, so we've we've gone through the um, the Queen City Classic, which is a big tournament uh, two weeks ago. But now we're getting into that routine here, and so we're getting down the stretch. We've got all home matches. A little familiarity with the with the home lanes at, at Madison Bowl being our home lane, and and we're on the uh, you know we're on a march to. Uh, recapture the league title we did it last year we went had a good run down the stretch and caught the leaders Reading is a really hot team right now so that's going to be a big match for us um just just coming down the stretch here if these guys can can roll some good games uh hopefully capture another chl title yeah, best of luck to them going forward a huge huge week and a half really coming up for both those bowling teams let's move on to the uh, the basketball th- side of things here for uh, Warriors Athletics. Boys team, a tough week last week against uh, Deer Park and Goshen. Did get the win against Georgetown to start the week, but then over the weekend, tough against Deer Park and Goshen. But anyway, moving forward now, you've got a big game uh, tomorrow against Madeira. Now, obviously, that's a huge rivalry. Uh, we talked a little bit about that back in the fall. We were talking about on the football side of things. On the basketball side, Take us inside this rivalry and, and and what it's all about and uh, what we could expect to see on the hardwood tomorrow night. You know, it's um, yeah, we're five miles apart. We're they're just we're both off just off Miami Avenue. It's a great rivalry. They they know our kids. Our kids know their kids. Um, it, it's just it's just a fun rivalry too. We do a lot of things um, with sportsmanship in the in the beginning of the season. Um, Joe Kimling, their AD, and myself when we bring speakers in, we kind of do the same speakers amongst our amongst our schools, so they're getting the same message, but. Um, yeah, it's a pretty intense rivalry. Uh, I think there's a good respect there between the two schools, and both and both teams want to win. And so, you know, as we talked last week, um, you know, we we're looking to to come out of the slump a little bit with shooting, and we did it against Georgetown. The the games over the weekend with uh, with Deer Park and, and Goshen, they were very competitive games. At, at different times, we either pulled even or pulled within two points. Then just got out of our game plan a little bit and uh, and didn't take care of the ball, and so that presented problems. But tomorrow night there's going to be a good student crowd on both sides, even though it's a weeknight game. Um, I'm sure the kids will 
uh, ramp up the intensity a little bit. And it's a game they want to win. Um, it's just, like you said, it's a big rivalry game. Um, we're going to have some fun with it. I think the coaches enjoy it as well. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just always good having those neighborhood rivals like that when we're side by side. So it's going to be a good match. I think our kids are going to come out ready to play. Um, hopefully we'll go for the sweep. Our JVs have been playing really well. Um, you know, Madera's, uh, like us, are scuffling a little bit this year. So it's going to be a big game for both teams. Absolutely, and uh, we'll talk about one individual on your team that's had a really nice season, uh, really improved from a year ago, Max McGowan. has nearly doubled his scoring output on a nightly basis from a year ago, averaging nearly 15 points per game. He had 23 in the in the game against Goshen on Saturday. How is, is he has gone through, and he's a junior now, how, how has he matured in your eyes and uh, become the leader for this team? You know, Max was coming back from, uh, from when he blew out a, a knee, and so he's having a good year this year. Um, you know, when they come up and like Max, Max's uh, case is a, is a is a big situation. So he blows out his knee as a freshman. He comes back last year. There's a new coach in place. The expectations are a little bit different, and you're still recovering from that injury. And, and now you're a junior. You're a starter. You're getting more responsibility, and and you get to go out and play. And he's taking advantage of his of his opportunities. You know we. Uh, uh, we, we talked about that coming out, and they have to make their shots, and he's been doing a good job. He has a really good intensity that he brings to the court with him uh, every night, and, and we really need his leadership. So we need him to maintain that consistency and, and, and help us through this stretch. As you said, uh, we talked about uh, the big rivalry game with Madeira tomorrow night. Over on the girls' side, you had that rivalry game against Madeira this past Saturday, and uh, boy, ha- having to go to overtime and win thirty-eight to thirty-four. I mean, this was a defensive slugfest throughout, and you get the win there. Now, teams won five in a row, and and I'm looking at some of these numbers from this during this five-game winning streak, and I got to know is Coach Spreen just decided every game. When you take on the other opponent, he just looks at their the other side and just says, "Welcome to the grindhouse." I mean, because they are just wearing teams out on the defensive end. He, he's he's big on defense. You know, he's an IU grad and he loves IU basketball. And so, you know, coming up at one time, it was always defense, defense, and he preaches that. And, you know, and sometimes shooting goes cold. And so, defense in any sport is always a thing that has to be consistent. You always win with good defense, and so. You know, your, your top shooters may be off, calls don't go your way, but defense always goes your way. And, and he preaches that he preaches that really well. And, and the girls have gotten after it um, really well. They're, we're really athletic. We're really quick on that aspect of it. But just going down that stretch, you know, there are so many free throws missed in the last minute by both teams. And, um, and I, was at the swim, I was at the swim meet. I'm getting a text from our people on site. And I'm like, oh, another... Another free throw, another free throw. So they, you know, Madera hit the one to tie it up and go overtime. So it's, it was just a, another typical Marymount Madera girls basketball game where they just slug it out, they grind it out, throw the records out. Like I said, everybody wants to win that game. Um, I'm not sure. I was talking to one of the parents afterwards. I'm not sure the, the players actually get to enjoy a game like that because they're so nervous and they're so. Uh, you know, clenched up as you go down the stretch, but just a, a good win, a good crowd. Um, and if you're a, if you're a fan, it's a fun game to watch. Um, so yeah, they're they're getting after it now. They're getting ready to start the second round of the league, and uh, and we'll see what happens down the stretch. They're putting together a really good season. 
They really are right now, sitting uh, just a half game behind Indian Hill at the top of the league, six and one. Indian Hill at six and zero right now. Uh, obviously, you've got a busy week this week for the girls. Uh, several games involved. Obviously, league play with Taylor on Wednesday. But then, I know I know the coaches and the players don't like to look ahead. But but you're an athletic director. You and you, you'll indulge me. You'll look ahead a little bit. A big one on Saturday against Wyoming is sitting right behind you. Uh, in league play with just one loss right now a uh, home game there so you expecting a big crowd out there but that's a really big one going forward I would think to set the tone for the rest of the year and, uh, and try and compete for that league title it really is and, and it, like you said this is a busy week for the girls their reward for an overtime tough one on Saturday is it get to come back on Monday night and play Batavia and then Taylor on Wednesday and then Wyoming on on Saturday and that Wyoming game was uh it was back and forth the, the last time that we played. Um, I believe we had a great spurt in the last three minutes of the game to, to capture that. We were down all game to the last three minutes. And so, you know, they have to come ready for both those, for, for all three games this week, but especially that one on, on Saturday afternoon. So um, we have a four-day weekend. It's the end of our grading period. It's Martin Luther King weekend. We have in-service on Saturday. Hopefully the girls can keep their routine, and then uh, we have enough kids in town to come out and really support them on Saturday. Yeah, b- busy week ahead, as you said. Batavia on Monday night, Taylor at Taylor on Wednesday, and home on Saturday against Wyoming. Tom, uh, another great week in, in Warrior Sports. Uh, glad to talk to you about it. And glad to touch on that Marymount Sports tag again, marymountsports.com for more information on that. Uh, Tom, we appreciate the time once again, and uh, we will talk to you next week for another great week in uh, Warrior Sports. Sounds good. We'll see everybody at the game. All right. There's Tom Neural, Marymount High School Athletic Director. You've been listening to This Week in Marymount Warrior Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.